This podcast is intended for healthcare professionals only. Welcome to another special episode of the Diabetes Knowledge and Practice podcast, bringing you news, views and updates in diabetes care. This episode is supported by educational grants from Eli Lilly, Merck Sharp and Dome Corp and Novo Nordisk AS, who have had no influence on the content. I'm Emma and this is another News Flash episode to update you on newly published data, summarising the key takeaways in under five minutes. Today we're looking at a post-hoc analysis of the Virtus CV trial, presented at the European Society of Cardiology Congress 2021 by Professor Francesco Cosentino. Virtus CV was a cardiovascular outcomes trial for the SGLT2 inhibitor ertagliflozin, which examined the effects of ertagliflozin in participants with type 2 diabetes and atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, and found ertagliflozin to be non-inferior compared to placebo for the primary outcome of major adverse cardiovascular events, but was not statistically superior for this endpoint. However, ertagliflozin did reduce the risk for some pre-specified secondary outcomes, including hospitalisation for heart failure and an exploratory kidney composite outcome, and the trial is largely viewed to confirm previous findings for the SGLT2 inhibitor class. The analysis presented at ESC was designed to find out if these outcomes were affected by whether or not the participants were taking metformin at baseline. The rationale for this was driven by the 2019 updates to the ESC guidelines, which recommended that people with type 2 diabetes with atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease or who are at high cardiovascular risk should be given as first-line therapy a GLP-1 receptor agonist or SGLT2 inhibitor with proven cardiovascular benefits instead of metformin, which has traditionally been first-line pharmacotherapy. Metformin was recommended as second-line therapy for this patient population. This was in response to the many cardiovascular outcome trial results for the GLP-1 and SGLT2 classes, and represented a significant change to the guidelines, which was described by Professor Cosentino, who was also the chair of the guideline update, as a paradigm shift, and it's since sparked much debate over the role of metformin in medical therapy and the evidence behind it. As around a quarter of the participants in the Virtus CV trial were not taking metformin at baseline, this represented an opportunity to analyse whether metformin could have had an effect on the cardiorenal outcomes of treatment with articlifloxacin. To this end, the investigators grouped the participants into subgroups according to baseline metformin use. The baseline characteristics between these groups varied considerably people not taking metformin had a longer mean duration of diabetes at 14.4 versus 12.5 years for those who were taking metformin and were more likely to have a history of heart failure or an EGFR of below 60. More than three quarters of those not taking metformin were taking just one glucose-lowering agent, which was insulin for two-thirds of people. This contrasted with the metformin group, of whom more than 80% were taking two or more glucose-lowering agents, but this only included insulin for around 40% of the participants. When the relative risk for different cardiorenal outcomes was compared for these two subgroups, there were no significant differences found, with each p-value for interaction well above the 0.05 threshold for significance. This showed that the effect of articlifloxacin on cardiovascular and kidney outcomes was consistent regardless of metformin use at baseline. Professor Cosentino added that these findings suggest that metformin added to SGLT2 inhibitor therapy is unlikely to modulate the cardiorenal effects of the SGLT2 inhibitor. 
Thanks for listening to this Newsflash data summary. For more updates on new data and publications, subscribe to the podcast so you can receive these as soon as they're released. We look forward to joining you next time.